What's going on, everyone? This is Griffin McDonald, the host of Fit Check, a podcast about personal style and the stories behind them. What's up, guys? I'm Grace Patton with my co-host, Griffin McDonald. What's going on? And you're listening to Fit Check, the podcast about personal style and the stories behind them. This week, we have the architect of Boring Cloth, your favorite simple fashion brand, Adam Allen. How are you today, Adam? Doing great. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. Well, I'm tired, dude. This weather's got me. It's got me beat. You're in Columbia? Yeah. Yeah, we're both in Columbia. Okay, cool. Yeah. Where are you right now? I'm out here in Clover, South Carolina, about an hour and a half away, near Rock Hill. Is that where you live? Yeah, yeah. So my shop is about two minutes down the road from my house. Um, and yeah, I've grown up here, born and raised, went to school here. I hadn't left yet. Um, I plan to leave one day, but right now I'm just grinding it out in a little town. Yeah. Wait, so we'll get into it now. I was about to ask a different question. Yeah, we'll get into it, but it's protocol here to start the podcast with a fit check. So would you like to start us off with what you're wearing today? Uh, yeah, so obviously I always just keep it real simple. Um, if you follow me, you know I always got on my Converse, real beat Converse. They don't look good. No Travis Scott's or George's or anything like that. Um, <laughs> and then I, I got the Mocha Brown do everything shorts boring cloth and then i got the new charlotte t uh in cream on it's my favorite colorway right now is mocha brown and cream um so just keeping it simple nothing crazy t-shirt shorts and some converse i'm a big neutral girl also that's what's up yeah i'm wearing these uh neutral shorts that i honestly don't know where i got but my mom sent them to me um and they're pretty nice so Put those on today wearing a green sweatshirt from Adika with like these cool pockets actually. I don't know how to explain them, but they're two different ones um, instead of the little like pouch that you usually have. And then just um, my, uh, what's it called? My nude Air Forces. And that's about it. What about you, Griffin? Uh, Black Dickies beanie, uh, vintage sweater my boy Jay gave to me. Super baggy Levi's, old Levi's, and uh, kill shots. So nothing, nothing crazy. Just like Nike, na- uh, white and navy Nike shoes on feet. So nothing. Overall, just keeping it simple today. Also, that sweater's dope. I think it's so cool how, like, back in the day, they used to just put animals on stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. It was for sick. no reason. It's <laughs> like a deer, or a fox, or a dog or yeah, whatever just a, <laughs> a giant wolf face yeah if we're on a t-shirt with like yeah. a random tie-dye pattern exactly just some alaskan stuff <laughs> no i got lucky with this one my friend just like straight up just gave it to me so that's super dope that looks really warm too oh my it's so comfortable i would literally buy that it's like yeah well i'm not giving it away so uh <laughs> well i don't i i wasn't like offering to buy it i'm just saying if i saw it <laughs> in the store or something oh uh, yeah, no, this is staying with me till to the grave. <laughs> so getting into you, Adam, what, I know you 
basically said your personal style is mostly simple, but is there anything else that you would like to like say about it? Like, is there any sort of thing that you look out for when you're dressing every morning? Uh, I just, I just like to have a clean colorway. Um, just something, something matches. Obviously, that's what everybody does. Um, but uh, I mean, every morning I either put the Burks on or the Converse. Um, what kind of Burks, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, they're just they're like the dirt brown, um, the dark brown ones, not the not the like the slippers, but the sandals. Um, yeah, yeah, the Arizonas. So yeah, yeah, I wear those. Literally um, the most the comfiest pair of shoes I've ever worn. My Birkenstock Boston's. I've had them for like four years, and they exploded on me like two weeks ago, and I'm pissed. What are, What are the Boston's? They're the slipper ones you were talking about. Honestly, I don't even. I don't even think Berks are like actually that comfortable, but they're just, they just make me feel comfortable. Like they just make me feel like chill and like, I'm just relaxing because you just slip them on. And whenever I'm wearing my Berks, I'm, I'm kind of chilling and you just mosey around yeah. for the day or whatever. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, like I honestly, I don't put them on. I'm like, Oh my God, these are so comfortable, but they're just dope shoes. Yeah. And they're real simple too. The do everything shoes. Literally, I I think Converse Converse might take that dub, but Burks with the sweatpants is definitely the move. <laughs> Converse as the as the do everything, just like beater. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, and everything in the Converse. Like mm-hmm. I I haven't bought a pair of shoes that's not Converse in at least three years. That's like me. That's like me with Vans, but I've actually recently started broadening my horizons. Yeah. No, most people's beater shoes are like Air Forces or like Vans. Why Why Converse? I don't... I mean, Converse are obviously very popular, but like, it, I don't think it's anyone's main like beater shoe. Yeah, honestly, it's not... It's like my going out shoe too. Like literally, <laughs> um, which is funny. I feel like but, that's uh, pretty common actually, the Converse. Really? Yeah. Like, a, like for going out or like... Just, like, everything. Like, I feel like they're very similar to, like, everyone. Like, mine was, like, the white high-top Vans. I feel like Converse are very, like, that similar vibe. I mean, I guess I see it more, but maybe you I mean, don't. they're, like, the same shoe almost. Yeah. Yeah, um, literally. They're all, like, the same thing <laughs> in different fonts. But one day I just bought a pair of Converse um, for this Halloween costume, and I put them on, and... I, I like I thought I looked so stupid at him at first um and then I, I wore them the next day for some reason I was like where'd I like these and then that's the only shoe I ever wore again because con- my converse like they got I remember they got real dirty and then that's they're they're one of my uh one of my like goal setting things is I can get a new pair of converse when I hit my goal so that's why it's always been converse Oh, that's um, cool. And and it's it's like it's better that I always get white ones too cuz like they get dirty quick, so you better get your shit done if you want clean shoes. <laughs> yeah, that's really true. I I like I said I always did the white vans and I actually stopped doing that um my sophomore year here. I'm a junior now. I stopped doing that last year because they would just get like absolutely destroyed where they were just like so unattractive and but yeah, my mom made me throw them out. So I'm definitely on that same level. I got my first pair hanging up uh, around like the first hoodie I ever made too. So they're just like a sentimental thing now. Yeah, I love that's, that. That's that's literally it. That's awesome. I didn't know that. 
Has your style like always been the same or has it ever changed at all? Um, well, when I was like eight, I'd dress up as a cowboy every day. Um, <laughs> and so kind of a, a little bit of a change. <laughs> <laughs> I was like country boy, like playing the dirt and, and, and put my boots on and my jeans. Um, cause like Clover is just like a real country town and that's like just kind of how everybody was out here. Um, and then, and then I like kind of would always wear athletic shorts and stuff going to middle school, just like a gym outfit, like every middle school kid, some like Nike elites with some neon shorts, the highlighter shirt. shit. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. The highlighter shit. And, uh, then I started to meet like all the kids from Lake Wiley. Um, because like Clover and Lake Wiley, they're, they're like more one and the same now, but when I was growing up, they were like pretty, they're pretty separated. Um, and I started to meet people from Lake Wiley and like a bunch of kids going to high school from Lake Wiley were real preppy. So then I got into like all this vineyard vine stuff. And my mom was like, and my mom was like, no, we're not spending 40, $50 on a t-shirt. So I like always get it for Christmas or whatever. I'd be so hyped. And I just wear it like, I'd wear my like four vineyard vine shirts with my khaki shorts and Sperry's. Um, and then, uh, then I just kind of chilled out and just wore like really basic, like plain t-shirt, khaki shorts. Um, and that's when I realized, okay, like, I don't want to wear all this like really graphic, like huge prints that people are starting to get into now, like rap tees and stuff like that or basketball tees. Um, and I was also like, I don't really want to wear plain stuff anymore either. Um, and that's kind of what influenced what it's actually a lot of what influenced um, what I'm doing now is something in between. <clears throat> do you like mostly wear your own brand or do you shop other places? I hadn't bought a, like a piece of clothing in probably two and a half years. <laughs> nice. Unless it's Converse. <laughs> um, like some jackets and stuff. Like, you know, stuff that I can't make or get made without making a lot of it. Um, I just don't spend money on clothes now because, I mean, honestly, it would be really stupid of me to spend a lot of money on clothes. It, actually, <laughs> I have bought stuff. I buy a ton of stuff for my buddy, uh, Noah Chubba Vintage. I, I have a rack of like 40 beer tees. I'm really into beer tees. <laughs> I don't wear them, um, but I just have a bunch of beer tees. <clears throat> And the cool thing about like vintage and stuff is if you get something good, I mean, I don't, I don't think the vintage market's really going to change anytime soon. Um, so like if you're buying a lot of shoes or whatever, then you can resell them if you don't beat them up. You know, it's not like, you, it's not like you get a t-shirt from H&M and you can hold on to it and resell it ever. <laughs> yeah. No, it's funny. Um, me, me and Josh, we were at a threat affair in August at the Noma warehouse and that's where we met uh Latrons and you. Mm-hmm. I don't know, you probably don't remember, but like Yeah. Um he's a cool guy though. Yeah. Um, he's he's always mm-hmm. just No, Steven's the man. Just, yeah, he's just chilling always and he's he's like a little bit older than us. Um which is cool too to you know see somebody who's in something because they still love it and you know that's what they want to do. You know, and he's not just working any regular job or whatever. He's doing what he really wants to do, um, and mm-hmm. he's finding 
whatever way to make it work. Yeah, no, Ben is man's very committed. Yeah. But yeah, he's 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 every event I'm at really. Um Are y'all all just kinda like tight since you you always see each other at these like pop up shops? Are you all like kind of buddies? So like I don't even have Steven's number. Um so like I don't but it's just something about going to an event when you always see the same people, it's just like Oh, what's up, bro? You know, like mm-hmm. just talking about whatever, how you been? And like, you know, I could go hang out with him like all night or whatever, um, just because it's a bunch of cool people. Um, any anybody at Threat Affair, you know, or or Threat Affair or um, hyped, um, pretty much all those guys, they're just like a, they're like a close friend, but I just don't see him like that or talk to him like that. But when you see him, it's like, oh shit, what's up, like. Yeah, like you know. So, do you wanna um, explain how you started with Boring Cloth? Yeah, so I started uh, senior year of high school. Um, I was it was like November, uh, so I was probably like six, seven or eight months from graduating. Um, but I started senior year of high school, and I was out with my buddies one night, and I didn't have a hoodie, and it was cold because it was like October. So I was like, hey, let's stop by Walmart. Let me get a hoodie. So we ran into Walmart. I got a hoodie, um, just a blank gray hoodie. Um, wore it. I was like, damn, this thing's soft. And like two weeks later, I forgot a hoodie again. I was like, I'd rather spend $10 and be cold. So I went and got another one. Um, and they were sitting up in my closet one night, a couple weeks later. And I was like, I'm going to draw on this one. Like, I'm. I just won't put something on it because um, it was $10 and I'm tired of doing school work. Do you usually like draw? Is that like something you do? Or was it just like a random nah. thing? Yes, yeah, really like I really don't draw like that. Um, like now I do on Photoshop and stuff. Um, but like I might doodle on a piece of paper, but I'm not like making cool art or anything. Yeah. Um, so I went and I think I was really into little Yachty at the time. So I drew this little sailboat on a hoodie. And I wore it to school the next day and nobody ever comes up to me. It's like, dude, where'd you get anything I'm wearing? Like <laughs> nobody ever has cared. <laughs> and I wore that to school the next day and like six or seven people were like, dude, where'd you get that? I was like, uh, I just drew on it with Sharpie. Like <laughs> I didn't go buy it anywhere. I didn't pay up for it. I just drew on it. And um, then my buddy CJ calls me who lives like 25 minutes away from me. And he's like, dude, let me come buy that hoodie off of you. I'll give you 45 bucks right now. 45? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's a a lot. That's a good investment. So I was like, damn, I'm going to keep it. Um, And I'm going (laughs) to see if I can draw on some more hoodies and make 35 bucks off of them. Um, So I had already kind of like known how to, um, I guess, source T-shirts and stuff like that. And build a website because I'd done it for, I was like in the student section in high school and I'd done it for that um, and like made a little bit of money there. Um, and I was like, let me see if I can do this for myself and just draw real simple stuff on hoodies or t-shirts or whatever. Because really, like I think Boring Cloth is the most original thing in the fashion game right now because everything else is like a ripoff of a rap tee or they just take a brand name and they try and build it into something uh, like, mm-hmm. like if you just take a brand name and you don't give people a reason to care about it 
like accept that it's a cool name then like I, I feel like that's what 90% of people do now um yeah, yeah like they just put their name on everything and that's yeah. the only thing they do yeah they're like okay let me put billionaire company all over t-shirts and make it look obnoxious and people gonna buy this because they're gonna feel like a billionaire or just like I think that's so ridiculous um yeah but just just stuff like that you gotta I think the designs and and kind of the concept behind it was really original and I guess I've kind of really I hadn't I like really realize that now um but I just kind of thought there was some potential and started screwing around with it um putting you know little random doodles on hoodies because uh, mm. I've never seen anything like it and I thought you know this might be something people think is new and like and uh want and just started moving with it from there really Sorry, I do have like a lot of questions, but where did you get the name Boring Cloth? So my idea, I knew my idea behind the brand. I knew I wanted it to be really simple and I knew I wanted it to be really clean. And I was thinking, okay, what's the most simple part of a t-shirt? It's, it's the cloth. Um, and then I was like, okay, what, like, what adjective can I pair up with that? Um, and... I don't know, like, make it sound like a name. Um, I was like, and like, it's also really simple. So I was like, okay, like this stuff is boring. Like somebody don't like it, they're going to call it boring. Um, So I started like saying boring cloth in my head. I was like, this doesn't make any sense at all. Like it phonetically, it doesn't make sense. It just sounds dumb. Um, but then I was kind of like, you know what would be so ironic if people started to like it and this thing called boring cloth, like, <laughs> you know, like people started buying it and saying it around the house and saying, oh, I just got this new boring cloth or oh, like this boring cloth hoodie is so dope or whatever. Um, and it's like, it's like just now kind of catching for me. I, I think just come up with a name and not putting apparel or clothing company already makes it sound more professional than just like Latron's. Like it's just yeah. a name. It's a, it's a thing. Like it's not Latron's clothing or boring cloth apparel, you know? That is true though. A lot of, a lot of brands are like whatever incorporated or like something, something mm-hmm. apparel. And it's just like, yeah, okay, here's another one, like whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's your favorite uh, item you've you've designed or, or came up with so far? I really, I, I thought the twenty. I mean, I like it all pretty much. Um, the one I'm wearing right now, the Charlotte, uh, the updated Charlotte Skyline tee, uh, with with all the detail on the back. Um, you know, it's got Lamelo in there, Christian McCaffrey, the Panther Stadium, like all the downtown Charlotte. My favorite pizza joint. Um, is Spectrum Center. It's got kind of like all the things that I think that that I think make up Charlotte to me and my friends and people who live in Charlotte on the back, and that I I think that's just cool to kind of really represent and map out the the city that I spend a ton of time in, um, and that's helped me out a lot. Um, yeah. So that's really one of my favorites. Do you um, always make the designs by yourself? Actually, I know the answer to that because um, you know, one of your designs that got really popular, that um, was it Madison Bailey reposted it? Oh, yeah, yeah, from Outer Banks. Yeah, I, um, yeah. 
Morgan as my big in my sorority. And that's okay. actually how I heard of you because the day that Madison Bailey reposted that, she was like, I was with her when she called you and was like, oh my oh, gosh, I can't okay. believe she reposted okay. this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I remember that. But besides that, is it typically like, mostly your designs like how does that process usually work when you're making a shirt so just recently um i brought on some like awesome people to help me out with the creative direction side of things um and you know we'll get together a little bit before a drop and just kind of plan out and morgan morgan's one of them she's awesome and then yeah she's uh, so cool anna and natalie um and you know, cj would come through a little bit and finn um, and we'll just kind of sit down and brainstorm, but early on it was, it was really so easy to just come up with a doodle, um, that's not on a hoodie yet that, you know, gets across an idea or a point or a phrase that I, I really did all of it up until I guess this year. So for the first couple years, I was doing all the designing and stuff and like, I'd have a drop on November 14th at eight o'clock. And I'd be still designing stuff at <laughs> six o'clock on November 14th, just yeah. cranking out. And it's funny because some of the like last stuff I just throw in and be like, oh, you know, I'm just going to put this in here just so, you know, there's like one more T-shirt. So it looks full. It sells the most, uh, which mm-hmm. like like the shirt that says, I don't know where I am. I was literally like, I, I think I dropped that like a year and a half ago. And I was sitting in my computer. And I was like, like, okay, let me just think of like two more things before I'm going to drop. And the I don't know where I am long sleeve is like one of my top sellers by like a decent margin, which is crazy. Um, so I, just, I feel like that's really funny and like on brand considering yeah, that yeah. like a lot of your designs are just like kind of, let me just put this on a sweatshirt. So how like do you actually make the clothes? So I buy all my blanks from suppliers around the country. Um, And then at first I was driving like 50 minutes to Charlotte, like every other day, um, just getting, getting somebody there to print them. And then I probably did that for a year. Um, And then I had a friend who would, she would also print shirts for me and stuff. And they helped me out a lot with that at first too. And then I finally got to the point where I can maybe afford to start printing myself and like kind of take that leap of like, okay, I hope I sell enough to pay for this machine that I'm about to get. Um, and I'm re- I remember thinking about it forever. Um, and then I finally got that. And it was just like from there. I, I think right after that, I made a TikTok. And it got 400,000 views. It was my first TikTok ever. It got 400,000 views <laughs> and my sales like tripled. I was like, like, this is great. This is perfect. That's crazy. Is that like the most growth you've had or like when you realized, well, obviously if you bought that, you realized sooner that it was like a real deal kind of thing. But yeah. was that like the most growth you had at one time? Yeah. That's when I was like, okay, like, I, I think I kind of have something here. Um, like, let me you know, just keep running with it, like, like way harder now. Um, and I was always hating on TikTok. I was like, this is so stupid. <laughs> just a bunch of cringy videos. I spent like four hours on this TikTok one night 
posted it and I woke up and it was like 200,000 views and all day I was just refreshing, 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 trying to reply to everybody's comments. It was the coolest thing ever for me at the time. Um, and I like, I, when that happens, I'm like still freak out because it's just crazy to know that that many people are seeing your stuff. And I remember some people would comment uh, like, because I put in the TikTok, I dropped out of school because I dropped out of college um, to start. And people were like, oh, this is so stupid. You should go back to school. And I'll like go back and read those comments every now and then. I just think it's funny. Maybe I should go back to school. Um, but for right now, I'm having a good time. <laughs> uh, I went to York Tech for like two months. And then I was like, I got to go full-time on what I'm doing. Or I can go full-time in school, but I can't do half and half and do either one of them as good as I want. Um, what was like the, the, the difference in, what was the difference in like in, in mindset before everything kind of popped off for you? Like, how was I thinking before TikTok started to go up and before I thought about getting a printer and stuff? Yeah. Like what was like the before mindset and the after mindset? Uh, when I was like first starting and graduating, I, I like, I wasn't like, all right, this is what I'm going to do, like, full-time. Um, you know, I was like, all right, I'm going to go to college um, and, you know, hope this works out too. But I wasn't – I wouldn't say I was like – I was all in. Like, I was working on it hard and working on it a lot, but I wasn't like, this is it. Like, this is all I got. Um, this is what I'm doing, and I'm not doing anything else. Um, but then I got to college, and I was like, man, I do not like this. Um so, and my parents, I've been super blessed and they were, you know, I was fortunate enough for them to, you know, fully support me. And like, I kind of think it's funny because my mom, she's a teacher for like 28 years. Um, and you'd think if anybody is like, nah, you're going to school, it'd be her. But yeah, I just kind of like quit going to classes one day. I was like, Hey guys, I'm not, I'm not doing this anymore. Um, cause I'm going to run my business. Um, and then <clears throat> that was kind of the point when it got real and it was like, okay, this is what I'm doing. Like, this is where I got to make money. Um, and then, I mean, it, it really just keeps getting realer and realer. Um, because I've always kind of paced myself with where my acquaintances are at in school. So like senior year, uh, you know, I guess I would be a junior right now. So I'm like, all right, like, you got to pick it up harder now, like go harder now. And, you know, mm -hmm. obviously I'm always going to keep going harder, but, uh, my mindset definitely, as I get deeper into it, it's definitely more like, okay, like this is it. There's nothing else. Um, which, which I love, um, because if you, I, I love what I do. And if you don't give yourself an option to other things, it's a lot easier to go all in on one. Uh, Cause mm -hmm. you don't have, it's a lot choice. of pressure though on yourself. Yeah, um, yeah, it definitely gets stressful, uh, <laughs> but it it it's uh it's uh just um it's it's hard to not take a step back and look at right where you're at and be like like what am I doing like this is <laughs> like not like even if I'm having like a bad hour of the day it's hard to be like this is the dumbest thing ever who would do this like what are the odds I even make it but I just gotta take a step back and you know 
with anything. You just got to look at the wins you have had. Um, and in the bigger picture, I mean, obviously I wouldn't still be doing it if I didn't have more wins and losses. Um, but you're always yeah. going to have both. Um, but, yeah, it gets stressful. But also the one thing that I can always tell myself is I get to do what I want every single day. Um, and I never wake yeah. up and feel like I have to go to work, which is – like I, I, I'm really realizing how valuable that is now um, because – I don't. It it would take a lot for me to be able to bring myself to go work somewhere else. Not because I like don't want to work for anybody. It's just nice to be able to do what you like. I work all day pretty much, but it's just nice to be able to do the work that you want to do um, mm -hmm. and just feel like you're not working um, and still working. <laughs> yeah. No. There's not many people who can like say that confidently, like anywhere. So has been running a uh, boring cloth been how hard has it been for you just like generally hard <laughs> the bigger it gets the harder it gets but it's also more fun um and it's just like it's just like a depending on how big you want something to be it's like i just picked up a hundred thousand piece puzzle and it's gonna take me a really long time to finish it but yeah, I'm, I'm figuring out where pieces fit and things like that um, I, I think it helped though, that I just jumped into it pretty blind. Um, cause I never run a business. Um, and you treated and, it like it was fun, which I think made a huge difference in the yeah. success. Yeah. Um, definitely. Like I didn't, and there's things that I could have done. I could have like not treated it like it was fun and like really been serious about it at first, but I really feel like that would have set me back. Um, because I think I know that all my mistakes that I made have definitely built, it sounds kind of stupid, definitely built the business because I learn off all those mistakes, um, and figure things out and write out a business plan if you're going to put a bunch of money into it or something. But if you just want to start doing something, start doing it because there's there's no other way to start first of all and, and things aren't going to go to plan and your business plan is going to be screwed up and that might be stupid that might be stupid of me to say but that's how i feel <laughs> <laughs> no i get what you're saying though and i agree i mean not that you should have like no plan but just mm -hmm. i don't know i think you should treat it not as seriously because i feel like when you treat things more seriously that's when you get more like discouraged and like mm -hmm. see it more as a failure Mm -hmm. because things don't go like perfectly yeah and you, and i mean unless you're in that like one percent when you start a business it's not just gonna like skyrocket uh, like that happens with some things but you gotta get lucky yeah mm -hmm. what's what do you think is in store for the future of boring cloth because obviously you've had success uh up until this point but what is what is the next step for boring cloth do you think i don't know it's kind of I guess it's not hard to say, um, but there's just so many different ways that I can see it going right now. I guess not like, not in the big picture different ways, but um, next I'll definitely be getting like a bigger uh, manufacturing space um, and then potentially a shop with that. It just kind of depends. Um, and I, I just really want to keep growing um, obviously and work with, you know, maybe some artists or stuff like that. I, I would, which it's definitely a long way down the road. Um, hopefully not, but 
you know, I, I think Cole Bennett, Lyrical Lemonade, like I've always looked up to him. I think that'd be dope to work mm. with him one day. Um, but I guess in the near future, I'm kind of working on making more essential pieces um, like the sweatpants and really honing in on those and making them like really nice. Um, mm -hmm. So people aren't just buying them because they say boring cloth, which like for the do everything shorts, people just buy them because they really like them. Um, not even because they're boring cloth, just because they're nice, which is that's the first thing that I've dropped that I've like come up with the manufacturing and stuff that people are like really love, um, which is, which is exciting. Um, because that kind of showed me that like, that's an open road for me. Like I don't just have to, you know, print t-shirts and stuff. Um, mm. but yeah, definitely, uh, some more complex stuff, more accessories. Um, I got flags. They're supposed to be in here today, but they're not. I'm so pissed because I'm, I'm so <laughs> excited to see they're it's a super dope design. I can't wait to show the flags on Instagram and stuff. Um, what kind of accessories are you talking about? Um, well, I just got lighters. I haven't put them on the website yet. I don't know why. Um, but lighters, uh, flags, more stickers. I'm working on making some pillows right now. I want to do a skate deck, which will definitely be next, uh, next, I guess, spring or summer. Um, but yeah, the pillows too, it's kind of cool. I'm, I have so many messed up t-shirts and hoodies and stuff. So I've got somebody down there right now, just cutting them up just into little pieces so I can stuff pillows after I sew like the pillows together. We can stuff them with old cut up t-shirts and make it oh, use for everything. That's sick. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a really uh, good like uh <clears throat> like reusable. Yeah, thing. very sustainable. Sustainable, yeah. I'm I'm uh, I'm trying to get, I've always been into, you know, keeping things sustainable. Um but I'm trying to get more into it and I what I do, I think is really sustainable in general. Um, but I'm, I'm trying to get more into like letting people know that, um, because it does matter, especially where we're at now, you know, there's, I think that's different... a really like big thing. Like it's a big change going on right now that a lot more people are startling, like making that move towards more sustainable clothing. Yeah. And, and I, like some people, I think some people like look down on sustainability and think it's like so dumb and like you're not gonna make a difference you know doing whatever you're doing like with the tote bags i feel like there's just a weird stigma behind carrying a tote bag to a grocery store and just and get it instead of just getting grocery bags like why would you not just carry a tote bag instead of waste you know four plastic bags or whatever like it yeah it all adds up and when there's seven billion people doing the same stuff every day like i I can't even imagine like looking at a landfill or something that's like something like that right now because I don't like to think about it. It like hurts yeah, me a little either. bit inside. It stresses me out. It yeah, yeah. It, like literally stresses me out, especially because we're the generation that has to like deal with it. And yeah. like all these effects are like coming in our face and it's like literally overwhelming because yeah. it's hard to convince the entire world to just be like, all right, like let's fix this. Cause everyone's just lazy and wants to continue what they're doing yeah it's it's crazy and i mean it's like if your house is really dirty clean that shit up like don't let it sit mm -hmm. around and like that's kind of what's going on right now i don't want to live in a dirty house i want to be clean exactly. i want to last a long time 
Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really trying to focus on that and, and share that and let people know that I'm working on sustainability. Um, you know, like we recycle here, which is a small thing, um, but a lot of people don't do that. Um, and I try not to throw anything away. We don't like dump our ink down the drain, waste stuff like that. Um, so yeah, that's one thing I'm working on. Um, and hopefully I can, you know, get a page on the website, uh, in the next couple of months, just kind of showing what, what it can do. If, if you, you know, do this with your t-shirt when you're done with it or do that or, you know, things like mm. that. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. What do you think it is? I mean, you've touched on this like several different times throughout the podcast, but what is it, what is it about boring cloth that do you think people like so much? I think this is the most original I guess design style on clothing that I that I've seen at least. I don't know about you guys or everybody else, but I don't I completely agree. And something I have noticed is that like there's nothing like the same. Like you don't like pick an aesthetic and like stick with it. It's kind of like you like the design, you do it. Like it doesn't have to be yeah. like copy and paste. It doesn't have to like follow yeah. a certain guideline. It's kind of like, "Oh, that's a cool design. I'm going to like do that yeah like i was at a hyped experience last time and i'll have people that go to clemson come up buy stuff you know hip kids i'll have you know an, somebody's dad come up and buy a t-shirt or some swim shorts and i don't know it's, it's just crazy to kind of see the different demographic that like eyes for me um, more of the story is boring cloth is in fact for everyone it, literally there's something for everybody if you go on the website and you don't see something you like i'm really sorry but there's probably something you like you just don't know it yet <laughs> <laughs> um is there anything that you think could be improved on um one thing i really want to improve on is is like my storytelling with things you know how like uh, Converse or Vans or any major company will link up with you know celebrities or just people in the community and tell their story. That's something I'm really working on. Um, like uh, this couple guys who skate, um, I really want to go film them. And then Riv uh, is one of my buddies. He rides dirt bikes, and I think it's the coolest thing. I just want to go film him, share like his story, you know, like a two, three minute clip of, you know, just what he does, why he does it. And then it doesn't even have to be like, I do this because boring cloth or like whatever. I just think it's a cool outlet to share cool content. Um, that's something I really want to work on for sure is more, more content, better content really. That sounds cool. It establishes that like personable relationship mm -hmm. with, uh, your market or your, like your people. Yeah. Yeah. And it'd be a cool way to show how diverse um, and inclusive boring cloth is um, to all styles and to all ages and to all people. Um, I think uh, that's, that's one of my biggest things because I want everybody to like what, I, what I'm doing. Okay. Do you want to um, provide like your socials so people can find you? Yeah, so if you want to check Boring Cloth out, go on boringcloth.com, search Boring Cloth on Google, it'll come up, you'll see all my fantastic reviews, um, check out Boring Cloth on Instagram, at Boring Cloth, 
uh, TikTok at Boring Cloth, anywhere. Uh, just search Boring Cloth and it'll come up. And late November, in the next two weeks, uh, women's sweatshorts, sweatpants, a bunch of real cozy stuff is dropping. Um, and then November 14th is going to be three years uh, since the first sale on BoringCloth.com. So just huge, huge shout out to everybody um, that's showed love and that's supported um, and that's had anything to do with Boring Cloth. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys a ton. Um, and I hope you're all having a cool week. Okay, you can follow us on Instagram at FitCheckPod where we will be posting behind the scenes content, fit pics, and a mood board to go along with every episode every Friday. Our producer and editor is Joshua Teckel and Sydney Daigle. This podcast is a production from the Garnet Media Group Podcast Network. Find out more about Garnet Media Podcasts and other student work at garnetmedia.org.